Why are there so many women today who say they don't need a man? Here we go. I mean, because if, if they want to go 50-50 on things, I just don't need them. <laughs> you cannot make this shit up, guys. <laughs> if they want to go 50-50, I don't need them. So what's the implication? The implication is if the guy isn't, isn't paying for me, I'm not interested. Okay, cool. So equality? Where? Right? That's... <laughs> Because there's a lot of bum-ass men out in the world who don't do enough so us women can supply for ourselves now. Right, so again, it's, it's, it's men's fault. The inability to take accountability or personal responsibility. Fantastic. That's, that's exactly... <laughs> oh my god, guys. <laughs> okay. They're feminists and they like to be feminists. If a man has yeah, friends, yeah, doesn't I can want agree. kids, hires a maid, and hires a prostitute, why would a man need a woman? I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> yes. Okay, so there is an answer to this question, right? So if, if the if the man, you know, hires a lady of the night and a maid and a house cleaner, like a, what and a cook, what more can a woman provide? Well, there are things that women can provide. Traditional femininity is what they can provide, right? It's just too many women today have lost that ability to provide traditional femininity. They tattoo themselves, you know, they they get, you know, they balloon up, they are disrespectful, masculine, they say they don't need men, and men are just walking away, right? Okay, uh, let's see what these girls have to say. Because of human connection, of meaningful connection, right, right. to correct That's myself, true. Um, just there's nothing that replaces the authenticity of a partnership. Right. There you go. No, 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 wrong word. They said partnership again like it's the the womanist hive mind right it's like it's not a relationship now it's a partnership it's not a marriage now it's a partnership no it's not a partnership the man is supposed to be the head of the relationship if you want an equal relationship then men walk away from the relationship because men uh, like, like, what is the point of having an equal relationship? Because when, when, because women are hypergamous, right? If there's an equal relationship, then uh, the women don't want anything to do with it, right? So, there you go. Okay, let's let's continue. Men need women in a sense because you know, I don't know, like they need our love. You know? Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> Need is a strong word. Men don't really need your love. What men need is bedroom fun, but they don't need to get it from just one girl. Um, and love is something that's kind of a cherry on top, right? So um, uh, if a man is getting regular access to bedroom fun, he doesn't really care, especially if, if it's mo from multiple sources. But there is something to be said about genuine love and affection. It's true, but they don't need it. It's not a requirement. In fact, I would say that women need love more than men. Um, anyway, uh, I digress. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like exclusive content, I do have a Patreon. It has exclusive content. It's called patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Just subscribe to any tier. Any support is appreciated. All right, let's continue. 
True. There's a, you can't really get true intimacy with a prostitute. You get you can bust a nut, but that's about it. <laughs> Why do women? While that is true, while it is true that you can't get true intimacy from a lady of the night, it's it's true. You can't. Um, while that is true, um, you also don't necessarily need that. Okay. Although I would say that most men want it. And in fact, the sad part is this. Most men, they live their life having never experienced genuine love and intimacy. And the reason is because they're simply not attractive enough. And these women feel that they're settling for that man. And because these women feel that they're settling, uh, they never show that part of themselves because it's never it's never brought out right and so this is why i recommend that men compete to be in the top 20 percent and compete to become winners because only when you're a winner can you experience genuine love affection and desire it's just the way of the world sad as it sounds all right let's let's uh, continue proudly chant pussy runs the world but then also complain guys only want sex I don't know why they complain about that, but pussy definitely runs the world. You can make a man do a lot of things. Does pussy actually run the world, or does it just control the men who built and maintain the world? You know what? I feel attacked by that. <laughs> <Stay. laughs> uh, it's it's funny that she feels attacked, but I, again, like it's an indirect form of control, right? We live in a matriarchy now, uh, and the ma- the matriarchy is uh, basically that, right? Um, Again, it's an indirect form of control um, through uh, the manipulation of society from, you know, from from the shadows or from from uh, uh, an indirect source. I mean, you know, saying it's from the shadows sounds all of, you know, uh, X files e. But the the way the way that it goes is. Um, the men that run society are manipulated through bedroom fun or at least the promise of getting bedroom fun into into continuing society and that's actually how um society has run from the beginning the point is that uh beta men which are you know the men that are the bottom 80 percent they were incentivized to continue to provide for society and to make the wheels turn as it were uh by being offered and and uh, by being offered a family and and a continuation of their own bloodline right and in the modern world with unfettered unchained hypergamy uh that has ended effectively now only the top 20 percent of men have access and the the 80 percent are invisible and walking away that's the world we currently live in and in fact we even live in a post-marriage world where you, you can't even get married because the laws are so terribly disinclined they're so terribly inclined against you so there you go okay let's continue amen because men cannot live without sex and it really does run the world. <laughs> I think it only controls weak men. I don't think he uh, runs any uh, strong men. Um, in fact, the men that rule the world, he bends for them. That's actually absolutely true. Um, so notice how in my statement, I said that it has that bedroom fun has been used to control beta males, right? Men that have access aren't really controlled by it, right? In fact... That's true. They are the ones that um, the world kind of kind of bends around. Again, you'll understand what I'm talking about when you actually break into the top twenty percent of men, uh, and you see how how different the world is from that perspective. Uh, it really is like unbelievably different. 
for for men like that versus um, the average, the every man, as it were. You know what I mean? They, uh, you know, don't control a strong man. A strong man True. can replace the woman. That's right. That's Women right. Women rule the world, but pussy just manages it. Do you think there was ever a time when pussy didn't run the world? No, no. Women's. Uh, that's right. I think I think that that is absolutely true. There was never a moment where bedroom fun was not an I- incredibly important aspect of um, of the world that we live in. And uh, what's more um, is that actually in tribal societies, it was even more pronounced. Uh, tribal societies are almost exclusively matriarchies. Just again, don't trust my word for it. Look it up. Look up the matriarchal theory of social origins by... Um, Again, it's an old work, so some parts of that work are, you know, dated for the modern time, for sure. But what goes without a doubt, what goes without saying, is that tribal cultures are almost exclusively matriarchies, which points to um, bedroom fun being basically a prime motivator for, for why uh, tribes even assembled in the first place. All right, let's continue always been the neck of the foundation the men is just the head we we draw shit wouldn't that mean women always had power yes indeed but men cannot accept always. women having power so we just have to stand in the back and pretend that we don't have power and use a reverse psychology and just like pretend that we don't because they like to say they right so we just like all right that that's about right actually that's that's kind of at least that is how 2022 works right um like exactly like the way that this girl described it is pretty much exactly how it goes they say that we live in a patriarchy right but actually we live in a matriarchy where the women are running the show behind the scenes um using bedroom fun as the 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 tactic right the 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 tool by which to get what it is that they yeah that's that's very well described all right let me read a bit from the rational mail here um Schedules of mating. So, there are methods and social contrivances women have used for centuries to ensure that the best male's genes are selected and secured with the best male provisioning she's capable of attracting. Ideally, the best man should exemplify both, but rarely do the two exist in the same male, particularly these days. So, in the interest of achieving her biological imperative and prompted by an innate need for security, the feminine as a whole had to develop social conventions and methodologies which change as the environment and personal conditions do to affect this. Men are not only up against the female genetic imperative, but also centuries-long feminine social conventions started in the 1800s look up chivalry, uh, established and adapted from a time long before human beings could accurately determine genetic origins. Um... And Rolo here has detailed in many prior threads that mate selection is a psychobiological function that millennia of evolution has hardwired into both genders. So internalized and socialized is this process in our collective psyches that we rarely recognize was subjected to these motivators even when we continue to repeat the same behaviors manifested by them, such as having the second kid with the alpha bad boy. Uh, so saying that we're not subject to conditions uh, that, that uh, is, is naive. It's simple deductive logic to follow that for a species to survive, it must provide its offspring with the best possible conditions to ensure its survival. Either that, or to reproduce in such quantity that it ensures survival. The obvious application of this for women is sharing parental investment with the best possible mate her own genetics allow. 
uh, a guy that can provide long-term security for her and any potential offspring. Thus, women are biologically, psychologically, and sociologically the filters of their own reproduction. Whereas man's reproductive methodology is to scatter as much of his genetic material as humanly possible to the widest available quality of available women. And this is why our women are hypergamous and men are polygamous. He, of course, has his own criteria for mating selection and determining the best genetic pairing for his reproduction. Uh, she's got to be attractive. Uh, but his criteria is certainly less discriminating than for a woman. Um, and this is evidenced in our own hormonal biology. Men possess between 12 and 17 times the amount of testosterone, uh, the primary hormone in getting, um, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, women do and... Uh, so women produce substantially more estrogen which is instrumental in being cautious, and oxytocin, uh, which fosters, you know, security and nurturing. And they produce much more than men. Uh, both of these methodologies conflict in practice. So that means that the strategies of men and women are actually conflicting. And we know this, right? And in the modern world, uh, women have basically won this, this war, right? Um, and what Rollo is arguing for is that it has been won uh, through cultural co- contrivances, right? For a woman to best ensure the survival of her young, a man must necessarily abandon his method of reproduction in favor of her own. This then sets a contradictory imperative for him to pair with a woman who will satisfy his methodology. A male must sacrifice his reproductive schedule to satisfy that of the woman he pairs with. Thus, with so much genetic potential at stake on his part of the risk, he wants not only to ensure that she is the best possible candidate for breeding, but also to know that his progeny will benefit from the the parental investment. Uh, side note, one interesting outcome of this psychobiological dynamic is men's ability to spot their own children in a crowd of other children more quickly than with, and with greater acuity even than their mothers. Studies have shown that men have the ability to more quickly and accurately identify their own children in a room full of kids dressed in the same uniforms than the mothers of the child. Again, this stresses the subconscious importance of the genetic trade-off. There are rudiments of human um, bedroom fund selection and reproduction. These are the rudiments. There are many other social, emotional, psychological intricacies that are associated with these fundamentals, but those are the underlying motivations and considerations. Okay. And good dad versus good genes. The two greatest difficulties for women to overcome in their own methodology is that they're not. They're only. Um, at their peak for a short window, generally their 20s, and the fact that the qualities that make a good long-term partner and the quantities that make for good breeding stock only rarely manifest in the same male, provisioning and security potential are fantastic motivators for pairing with a good dad, but the same characteristics that make him such a uh, genetically uh, disadvantage, uh, those things disadvantage him when compared with a man that has better uh, genetics. Uh, so this is the jerk versus nice guy dynamic, and then, you know, it, it causes problems. All right, let's go back to the video here. And give you the idea, and then you just say, yeah, it's your idea. Okay. So why are women complaining about past oppression if they always had pussy power? They want equal rights, and that's bullshit. Personally, I just think they kind of, like, uh, are backwards in their reasoning on most things. You know what I mean? Uh it, it's that they they want to feel a certain amount of power and that's the only thing that they can kind of reach to to say that they have this power over males so do you think there was ever yeah uh there's more um so they say that they were wronged in the past and so that's the reason why they want power now but the truth is that they always had power because they always had the, the genetic ability to select um the next generation right so uh, it was very rarely the case that uh, the men selected. It was actually the the women that did. And uh, what's funny is that you know, let's let's say um, 
You had like a king who had like many, many women. Well, that's just an example of a man who's been selected by multiple different women, right? Effectively. Because they happily join. the Because women would rather share a successful king than be saddled to a faithful peasant. And this is ever tr- uh, this is even more true in 2022 when um, you know survival is not such a, um, such an important thing, right? Uh, what I mean is that our survival is practically ensured in in the modern Western world, right? All right, let's continue. For a time when pussy didn't run the world, probably not. No, that's right. Wouldn't that mean that women always had power? Yeah, they definitely did, but we just make men do all the you know hard labor work. Indeed. Women say they want equal rights, but then when a man talks to them the way they talk to another man, then they say, oh, you're offending me or, oh, you, you're doing this. But if you That's right. Um, and that would be equality when it suits me and chivalry when it suits me, which is uh, having your cake and eating it too, right? It's, it's the rules for thee, but not for me type of dynamic. And this exemplifies 2022 perfectly, right? When... Uh, they benefit, then they want the benefits. But when they don't benefit, they don't want the benefits, right? So that's why uh, they don't want to join the military. They don't want to, you know, be the sewage cleaners, the the garbage people. They don't want to, you know, uh, s- smash the concrete on the roads, etc. Right? No, that's for men. But CEOs, oh yeah, we want those. Cushy desk jobs, oh yeah, we want those, etc. Right? That's that's the idea there. Okay, let's continue. You want equal rights and you want to be treated equally, then you, it has to be like always. Like, it can't just be like, oh, I'm going to put my hand on a man and then like when he does it back, like, oh, I'm a woman. But you want equal rights or you want... That's, that's right. That's exactly, exactly. And this especially applies to cases of, I'm not going to say it, but domestic, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, in those situations, um, the, the, the laws currently favor women. Um, but they say they want equality, but actually what they want is superiority, right? And they have that, right? So if um, it's like men are basically guilty until proven innocent in situations like that. And uh, uh, just go on TikTok and you can look it up uh, how many times in the modern world this actually happens to men, right? And that's because of the way that the laws currently work. That's just that's just how it is. All right, let's, let's uh, do our fake uh, Tinder profile and then we'll... Um, We'll go back to this and then uh, maybe another article. Okay, so we have Ashley here, who's 23. Uh, One time she went out for dinner and ended up with a tattoo on her. Well, I'm not going to say that word because of YouTube terms of service. Uh, But again, what's the idea there? So the idea is that, again, what is she implying? She's implying she's a crazy girl. She's a wild girl. She's a, you know... So what is she really advertising here? She's advertising that she is crazy for Chad, right? And then later on, this same girl wants to then, uh, you know, have a long-term relationship with uh, with a stable man. Um, so again, I, I read in the, stab- uh, in the schedules of mating thing exactly what we're describing here, which is uh, she's in her earlier part of the life trying to secure the genes from Chad, and then later on, she's going to settle down with a good provider. And women uh, optimize this aspect of their hypergamy uh, by having a child by Chad and then having a new guy come along and take care of that child, right? So there you go. All right, uh, let's go back to like put yourself in a man position, but then you don't want like the actions to come. But only actions you want is beneficial actions. That's right. How many female dominated industries can you think of that aren't related to sex or beauty? Not a lot. And that should change 
Okay, great, great question. Uh, sorry, great answer. If only... Oh, one sec. My avatar has frozen somehow. Uh, great answer, but, uh, you know, like... Um, <laughs> again, this is this is not fooling or tricking anyone, right? The idea is that... Um, you're just saying to the camera what makes you look best. And we know... Uh, my avatar is freaking out here. Uh, we know what you're doing. So, there you go. All right, let's continue. Society set us up. It's set up for that. How do we change that? Great question. How do you change that? It's very simple. Hold men and women to the same standards, right? But that won't happen because even in the most egalitarian possible societies, men and women actually do... Men and women actually... Uh, they... Um, they go in different directions when it comes to when it comes to work, right? And you you can't really change that uh, that aspect. So, again, that's that's just how, that's how it is. Okay, let's continue. Let women take over, change the mindsets. But if you let women take over, then it's not it's not equality, right? If you let women take over, as this girl's saying, then it actually becomes superiority. And it's open superiority, which which is funny. It, it then goes back to the tribal days, right? Where it's a it's a matriarchy. But right now, it's already a matriarchy. It's just not named a matriarchy, right? What she's saying is just let it happen. Well, again, uh, if if it wasn't so destructive for society, maybe maybe we would want that, right? Anyway, let's continue. How many female-dominated industries can you think of that aren't related to sex or beauty? Christina Aguilera. What? Okay, you're just making stuff up. Uh, I can think of one. Uh, taking care of children, you know, like daycare or maybe uh, teachers for like little kids. That sort of thing. That's also dominated by women. But again, it has to do with women's biology, right? A lot, a lot of this, right? Like what they're biologically inclined towards is what you see is greater reflected in the population. Um, and even in the most egalitarian societies, you see that these fields are dominated more by women than by men. She is my idol. Janis Joplin, she's my idol. Okay. And? I am a singer-songwriter, and they have okay. never based sex after their career because they're so talented to do that. How many female-dominated okay. industries okay. can you think of that aren't related to sex or beauty? Not one. Not one. Are men more likely to use power to get sex, or are women more likely to use sex to get power? Ooh. I think women are more likely to use sex to get power. Indeed, and that is exactly how 2022 works, <laughs> in a you know in a, in a gestalt sense, in a in a you know uh, ho holistic sense. That's that's what's happening in in the modern society. Women have used their ability to control the beta male population to get them to vote for policies that favor women. This in turn led to the matriarchy, which led to women changing the policies to even more favor them. Um, this in turn led to. Uh, women then ha being able to say, we don't need you useful idiots anymore. Uh, now you keep doing what you're doing, puppy, and we're going to go sleep with Chad. That's exactly what has happened. So, there you go. Alright, uh, let's go to this next article. 48 things men are told over their lifetimes that are actually toxic. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see what men hear here. That are bad for everyone. Let's see what they hear. Okay, I'm going to mute it because this music is going to get copyrighted for sure. 
Okay, let's see what they what they hear. Pink is a girl's color. Boys don't cry. Wow, you're so strong. You <sighs> okay. We don't need to see this anymore. <laughs> we understand exactly what's going on. Basically, everything that is told to men in order to make them, like, toughen up because the world is a harsh place and it needs, you know, men to be strong. You know, yeah, all of those things, they're, um... They're being, you know, stop doing those things. Stop telling men not to cry. Stop telling men to be strong. Stop me telling men to be confident. And all this will accomplish is, again, it'll divide the, the male population into two groups, right? This is natural selection. So the idea is if the men listen, then they're beta males and they're useful idiots and they're just there for, you know, taxi cab services, being a butler, etc. And if they don't listen and they develop into, a, you know, what a man is supposed to develop into, then they're breeding stock. It's literally, this is exactly the method by which that's done. You see? All right, uh, let's continue this video here for a, maybe another minute. What is the difference between sexually empowering women versus sexually objectifying women? I personally don't think there is a difference. I, I think those are the uh, same thing, one in the same. I think uh, they basically are, it's almost like if someone's using reverse psychology on you, like they want um, to be able to use your sexuality to advertise things. They want to be able to use your sexuality for whatever purpose that they twist the woman into. All they have to do is, it's kind of like in the Bible, they said, no, you, you, you should want to be like God. Or the serpent said, you could be like God. The woman falls into that very easily. So her head gets blown up call it empowerment and she'll do whatever she, uh, she thinks is empowering. Right. So the idea is they've been fooled into doing this thing that they believe is good, but is actually bad and destructive for society. Exactly. Uh, I didn't mention that in the, you know, when I talked about the matriarchy, but the idea is um, societies that are matriarchies inevitably get taken over by societies that aren't, right? Um, and this has happened throughout history. It's happened in the year 1000. It happened in the Roman Empire. Uh, and now it's happening in the year 2000. Oh, look, the history is repeating itself. What a surprise. And then what happens in these societies that crumble? Well, what happens is then they're ruled by warlords and there's a ton of war and famine and bad things happen if you study history. So again, I really, really hope that our time, our time holds together so that we don't have to live in like interesting times. You know what I'm saying, guys? I, I really, really hope that, I, I hope that our time will hold. Because I don't, I don't wish for you to live in interesting times. I wish for you to live in nice, peaceful, calm times, all right? Okay, we're going to end the video there. Again, if you're new to the channel, liking the content, please hit the sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content. It's patreon.com slash theheliosblog. Uh, any level of support is appreciated. Join any tier. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to my videos, especially if you got to the end. You're amazing. I really do appreciate it, guys. And I will see you next time.